Ever wished you could ask an expert what your menstrual blood actually tells you about your own reproductive health? If so, you're in luck for today's episode. I'll be going through what the color of your menstrual blood means, what clots may signify, and other key indicators that your body may be asking for support. I know you've always wished you had a space to ask these questions, and today we'll be going through all of it. Let's have some fun talking about our health. Welcome to the Cyclical Health Podcast with me, your host, Cassandra Wilder, a naturopathic doctor and the leading expert in women's cyclical health. Let's get started. Hey, beautiful friends, welcome back to the podcast. This is gonna be a fun conversation because a lot of us live with different symptoms but don't always feel like we have the space to talk about them. I mean, maybe you're the type of person that chats with your girlfriends about your menstrual blood and what you notice, but a lot of us probably have never felt that safety to really talk about it. It's amazing to me how many women live with pretty severe symptoms, but because they've never had the space to really share about it, they never know that it's not necessarily normal. Maybe that's been your experience too. In this episode, I'm gonna be talking about the color of your menstrual blood and what that signifies, what mucus means, what spotting could indicate, if clots are normal, and also what heaviness can indicate in your overall cyclical health. Lots of juicy things. Now, before we hop in, I wanna share about my favorite cycle balancing tool. If you follow me on Instagram, you've heard me talk about it, and that is Elix Healing. Elix Healing is an all-organic cycle-balancing elixir that is customized to your unique health history and your unique health goals. What I love about it is when you go onto their website, you have to take a little questionnaire where it goes through your cycle history, your biggest cycle concerns, and then they formulate your elixir exactly to you so you get something different than anyone else. Not only is it super effective, I've been using it myself the last few months and have really been enjoying it, but it also tastes really good, which is a nice change. If you take a lot of different herbal supplements, you know that they tend to be kind of gross. You can get started with my 15% off discount code Cassandra15, or you can go to the link in the show notes and it'll automatically put that coupon into your cart. That's elixhealing.com. Let me know if you're going to give it a try. So what does healthy menstrual blood actually look like? And how can we start to look at our menstrual blood a little differently to where we can get an insight or a peek into our reproductive system as a whole? Now, I'll be honest, if you're using regular pads and tampons, it may be a little more challenging to get an intimate view of your menstrual blood. This is why I love menstrual cups. I've used them for years, I'm a big fan. If those don't work for you, of course, though, honor your body. There are things like period panties, like Thinks, that I really, really enjoy as well. But in full transparency, it's easier to see your blood if you use something like a menstrual cup. Now, every time you use the bathroom during your period, you have a moment where you can peer at your blood and start to see what it may be signifying to you. Remember that your menstrual cycle as a whole was declared the fifth vital sign in 2015, which means your cycle health tells you a lot about your overall health. This is why I recommend to all my clients to start to look at their blood with a little more curiosity. What is it actually telling them? In terms of color, we wanna see a bright red color, kind of like red wine. We also wanna see it nice and pourable, so we don't wanna see too much mucus and we don't wanna see an abundance of clots. I'll come back to clots in a minute because I get a lot of questions about that specifically. We want our flow to feel manageable. If it's too heavy and it's filling a cup every hour, that also tells us a lot about our health. You shouldn't really be losing more than 60 milliliters of blood in your entire cycle. That's That's a pretty small amount, honestly. Most people are probably losing a lot more blood than that. So our cycle should feel simple, consistent, 
fairly easy and our blood should look bright, vibrant, and easy to pour out, especially from a menstrual cup. Now, if your blood definitely does not look like that, that's okay. Our body gives us little symptoms so that we have the awareness to look within. So let's start with talking about the color. There can be a lot of different color variations. Like I said, a healthy cycle should be bright red or the color of red wine. But if your cycle is looking a little different than that, let's go through what those might mean. If your cycle tends to look a little more pink, this could be a sign of anemia, that you're low in iron or that you have low estrogen. Now, before you send me a message on Instagram saying, what should I do for low estrogen? It's important to know that hormones have a hierarchy, meaning there are different levels to hormones. So it's never just low estrogen, it's never just high androgens, it's never just low progesterone. There's always multiple things going on. Your hormones are the little messengers of the body and they dance together. So if one dance partner is really slacking, the whole dance party suffers. So it's really individualized for every single person. That's why I work one-on-one -on -one with people because it can be a little more in depth and why I do what I do in Period Reboot where I go through each level of the hormones and where to genuinely start if you're feeling hormone symptoms. So I can't throw out a, a quick tip per se. This is just so you have the awareness into what your body could be telling you. If your blood tends to be a little more purple, this can also be a sign of high estrogen, meaning your body's not detoxing estrogen efficiently. Anything that is orangish or kind of a bright color is probably indicating some sort of an infection. Anything that's on the gray side or really sludgy even could be a possible sign of bacterial vaginosis. So that would definitely be something to see your doctor about. Now the big one, the most common one I see is people sharing that their blood is actually very dark. If it's very dark, dark, dark brown, almost black even, this can be two different things. It can either be an oxidized blood, meaning that that blood is just old blood and it's slowly coming out. So you might see that, for example, at the very end of your period, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It can also mean the blood is stagnant. So in Chinese medicine, for example, they would look at that and say that the reproductive system is, is lacking in qi or life force. So if your whole cycle is really a dark blood like this, as a practitioner, what that indicates to me is the overall reproductive system is probably lacking the vitality. There's something that's stagnant in there. Ovulation might be delayed. There's something that's not running optimally to keep this system really refreshed. So yes, you do want to look at dark blood. Mucus is another thing some people report, especially when they use a menstrual cup, when they pull it out, they may feel like there's a thin layer of clear mucus. This again would be a sign of stagnancy and not necessarily we wanna see. Spotting is another concern I hear people talk about. Some people spot in the middle of their month around ovulation. While I don't necessarily think that is ideal, there's no studies that have ever been done to indicate that that's wrong per se. So it's one of those gaps in everything. Um, so if you're getting a minimal amount of spotting with your cervical mucus in the middle of the month, that's not necessarily bad or wrong, just something to be aware of. But now if on different days of the month, you're finding that you're actually spotting pretty significantly where you need a panty liner or something that isn't necessarily normal. And that is always a hormone sign that can be a sign of low progesterone to an imbalanced, excuse me, an imbalanced estrogen. It can also be a sign of cortisol imbalances. So that's the kind of thing you want to work with a practitioner one on one with. Let's talk about clots. OK, there's a lot to say about clots. Some clots can be okay. So clots really come down to the frequency and how big they are. 
So if you're getting a lot of clots and they're fairly large, that's a sign of likely an estrogen imbalance. Now, if you're just getting a couple every now and then, they're not very big, I wouldn't necessarily worry about them. So you have to be intuitive to think about how many clots you're genuinely pulling out. I say pull out because I'm thinking of a menstrual cup. And yeah, how many and how big are they? That's the big question. If you use a menstrual cup and you feel like every time you're pulling out your cup, it's full of clots, that would definitely be the kind of thing you wanna see a practitioner about and have some hormone testing done because that's your body speaking to you. That's not necessarily normal. And then lastly, again, think of heaviness. If your period is really, really heavy and really, really long, that's not necessarily normal. While they say up to a seven day period is normal, I find that through support, most of my clients move down closer to a three to five day period. So if you're bleeding for eight or nine days and going through five or six menstrual cups a day, your body again is definitely speaking to you. Something is causing too much blood to be lost. Hormone testing would be really advantageous because I am sure there is something going on with cortisol and estrogen. Our menstrual blood is a powerful way to get some insights into our body. Remember, our body is always speaking to us. And if we can get out of the mindset of why is this happening to me, and step into more of the mindset of what is my body trying to tell me? Wow, we've just totally revolutionized our entire healing journey. Now, lastly, if you're wanting to revitalize your menstrual blood or get some support there, first things first, getting hormone testing done is always advantageous. If you have a doctor you see consecutively or, or fairly regularly, you can request that with them. Some physicians are not as keen to offer hormone labs. I don't know why. Sometimes they'll say you don't need it and I don't get why, why they can deny that, but that's a separate conversation. I personally use the Dutch test with my clients, which is a home urine test. I find it's also a lot more accurate because we're taking multiple samples at different days of the month because your hormones change every single day, which means a one-time blood test could show not necessarily the most accurate view into what your hormones are doing. You can send me a message on Instagram if you're in the United States and interested in getting the Dutch test done personally. So after you've had your hormone testing done, now you have an opportunity to see what's going on within and start to address that at the core. If your blood is feeling pretty stagnant and dark, the first thing I'd recommend is adding in red raspberry leaf tea every single day. That will help to flood your body with iron and revitalize your reproductive system. You could also do nettle leaf or red clover. Those are all really nice tea options that you can drink every single day for a gentle cycle balancing little boost, we could say. Vaginal steaming is another really nice tool to revitalize the reproductive system. You never ever steam while you're actually bleeding, but during different days of the month, you can actually steam in a really empowering, sacred way. I have a whole episode I'll link below in the show notes for you on vaginal steaming, and I'll be doing another episode here in the next couple months with a Yoni steam expert who will talk more about the how-to if this is something that really intrigues you. Lastly, look at your lifestyle and diet as a whole. If you're feeling like you're pretty inflamed and you're struggling with a lot of inflammatory symptoms like tightness or stress, you feel like your body just feels run down and ragged, your menstrual cycle is probably taking the brunt of that. So focus on eating in a way that really revitalizes your body as a whole, especially in the first half of your cycle with an abundance of leafy greens, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, broccoli sprouts, and all of that goodness so that your body has what it needs to detox any estrogen that is building up in the body. 
if you're excited to start to see your body through the lens of empowerment and to see your symptoms as messengers, come send me a message on Instagram at menstruation queen and let me know that you're excited to honor this reframe and start to support your body in a radically different way. Remember, your body is always speaking to you. This is the first step in honoring what she's asking you to do. Now that you know what your menstrual blood may be indicating to you, you can start to track that. I recommend tracking it in an app or you can do it on paper and start to notice how your period length, flow, heaviness, the number of clots and the color change as you start to bring more awareness to your cyclical health. It's pretty incredible how quickly our body can respond to really thoughtful and intentional action. All right, my friend, if you love this conversation, please let me know. And if you have more questions about menstrual blood, menstrual color, clots, or any of that goodness, send me a message over on Instagram and I'll be super excited to connect. All right, I will see you next Monday, my friends. Thank you.